The way my wife described it, because she got her tattoo oh, probably about 10, 11 years ago, she described it as electric kitten kisses. Electric kitten kisses, I like that. We'll see if her description matches up with mine. I've been a radio personality for over a decade, a job that's repeatedly pushed me out of my comfort zone. Because of that, I've grown in ways I never thought possible. But here's the thing, I'm not superhuman. I'm just an ordinary guy who dared to try some new things and enjoys exploring the unknown. Now, life is short, and I realize there's still plenty of work to be done. As they say, if you're not growing, you're dying. So together, let's grow that comfort zone. I'll show you it is possible. You're going to hear me get uncomfortable, and I challenge you to do the same. Welcome to Comfort Zone Chronicles. I'm your host, Steve Kreisak, with Dave Cruikshank. Thank you for being here, sir. I am here. Hello. How are you? Excellent. Today, we're going to be talking about, I think it boils down to decisions. If you really think about it, life is just a series of decisions. Like when my alarm went off at 2.55 this morning, I had to decide if I wanted to get out of bed or not and go to work. <laughs> I had to decide whether I wanted to keep my job. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I had to decide what to wear and if I wanted to ride my bike. So decisions, some of them are easy. Some of them are hard. Some of them are pretty much permanent. Uh, yes, like who you marry. Of course, that's not really permanent these days, is it? Well, what's the divorce rate? Like 50%? 50%. That's, yeah, that's nothing. So, so going in, you think it's permanent, but there's always an out, I guess. Kind of with the, what we're going to talk about today, tattoos. When I first brought up the idea of Comfort Zone Chronicles to my wife, this is the first thing she said immediately, you should get a tattoo because it's something that I have stated several times publicly i might add on the radio that i would never get a tattoo in my life in my younger days it was something i think that i had considered but getting older i i just i think i'm afraid of putting something on my body and having to live with that decision for the rest of my life that's what it boils down to. That's definitely a consideration. So I know sure. you don't have any tattoos. I don't. And is that something that you would ever consider? Um, I'm not against the idea of having tattoos. Um, it's for, for me, I'm a bit of an overthinker when it comes to anything. Yep. And so putting something on my body that I know is going to be permanent, well, that's not just going into the tattoo shop and looking at what they have on the wall and picking a unicorn's head. <laughs> um, that's something that you have to, that you have to live with for the rest of your life. So what do you pick? What is in your, in anyone's life, what is as permanent as a tattoo? Yeah. And that's where I really struggle with this because I, even thinking about it now, there's nothing I could really think think of that I'd be okay with having on me permanently. And in doing the research for this episode, I remembered my grad ring when I graduated high school. I spent 500 bucks on this grad ring and you were able to get something on, on both sides. So on one side, I got the Canadian flag. On the other side, I got a bulldog. 
Mm-hmm. And that's because that was the high school I went to, Winston Churchill. That was the sports team. Did was, you go to Winston Churchill? I went to Winston Churchill in Lethbridge. Oh, in Lethbridge. Yeah. I went to Winston Churchill in Calgary. <laughs> I know there's one in Calgary as well. <laughs> but in Lethbridge, it was the Winston Churchill Bulldogs. And that was, what, 2003? So 17 years ago. I look back now and why would I put the Bulldog on my grad ring? I had nothing to do with... But it was your high school. It was your alma mater. Sure. I I understand that. My Okay, I have the same story. My high school ring had skiing on one side, which Mm -hmm. you'd never know by looking at me now, um, and the bulldog on the other side because it was my high school. That was the symbol of my high school, and it was a high school ring. So you got the bulldog as well. I did, and yeah. And do you regret that decision? No, not at all. It makes perfect sense. Interesting, because I do regret that decision just because, like I said, I was never really, in, I mean, yeah, it was my, my high school, but when I think of the Bulldog, that was more athletics, the athletic department, and, you know, it's, it's just something it, that I never never was into. But it was the high school symbol, and it, your grad ring represents you graduating high school. It makes perfect sense to have that on there. Okay. And I, would, I wouldn't regret it anymore. So at the time, 17 <laughs> years ago, sure, it did make perfect sense. 17 years later, as we sit here and talk about it, I regret that decision. If I could go back now, I would get something completely different. I don't know what it would be, but I'd get something different. Do you still wear it? No. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) It's been sitting on a shelf. I can't even remember the last time I wore that thing. All I know is that I do regret putting the bulldog on there. And that's no knock at my school. No, Mm -hmm. No offense, but... Yeah, that's funny. And to me, it makes perfect logical sense. Okay. So (laughs) I I just believe that the person I was at 18, I don't think I'm anywhere near that person now. So when we talk about tattoos, if I was to get a tattoo when I was 18, 19, 21, I would have probably got a beer keg tattooed on me somewhere. Okay. (laughs) Or maybe a guitar. And sure, I still like the guitar, but, you know, not as religiously as I did when I picked it up at 21 and, and, and tried Guitar, not much of a part of my life now. I'll strum once in a while, but, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I was really into learning. I I might have gotten that tattooed on me if I was doing tattoos at that time. And sitting here today, I would probably regret that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely things that you do in high school and you do as a young person that you regret. And I think, uh, I think that's pretty standard for everybody, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? One story just came out of the blue when I was doing research for this was an experience I had when I was, I think I was 14. I'm sure this happened in 1999. Walking home from school one day with my buds, we were in a park and there was a glass bottle by the playground. And me just being an idiot, you know, trying to get a reaction out of them. I took the bottle and I smashed it over, I think it was the swing side of a swing or something. And it was like pretending to threaten them. Some guy, I don't know where he was, but he saw me do this and started yelling at me. And he said, hey, you pick that up right now, pick up the broken glass. So I complied. And to make sure that I took care of it, he walked me over to the garbage can to make sure that I had gotten rid of the the glass properly. And when I did that, he kind of casually said to me, hey, I know we all do stupid things. And that's when he took his fingers and pulled down his lip. And on the inside of his lip, he had the F word tattooed. And this kind of freaked me out. 
So I'm not sure if that's where my fear of tattoos might have began. So you talk about, you know, bad decisions, stupid decisions, stupid tattoos, and everyone's seen ugly and bad tattoos that, you know, you have to live with within reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Tattooing the F word on the inside of your lip is not like tattooing something on your face. So whether it's regrettable or not, does that would it matter if you tattooed something in a very private place that you would never have to show anybody? Hey, that's a good question. And when I think of tattoos, I don't necessarily think of doing it in an intimate part. Whenever I've thought about tattoos, it was always, you know, on the chest or the arm or the forearm or something like that. So, I mean, that's a good question. Would I consider that? And, you know, I think the butt's a good... Tattoo something on the inside of your cheek. And yeah. then if you, if, you, if you regret it, then you just pretend it never happened because you don't see it. <laughs> yeah, but, I guess it depends on but, if you can feel it or not. I was just going to say the other part of that is the pain. I know the pat- tattoos are somewhat painful and that's not the problem in my case. I can deal with the pain. But uh, that would be awfully painful, I think, to get anything tattooed on the inside of your lip or the cheek and the F word. I'm sure that guy must have regretted doing that. You know, I don't know when he wants to, when he wants to swear at somebody, does he just pull his face (laughs) down? Maybe gets the point across. (laughs) Don't you think? I'll tell you, I don't have any tattoos. And the reason why is because of the, the primary reason is because of the pain. Oh really? The pain for you? Yep. I have a very, very low tolerance for discomfort. Okay. It doesn't matter if it's pain or if it's extreme cold or if it's, uh, you know, whatever. I don't like discomfort. I'm a Mm -hmm. bit of a, I guess I'm a bit of a wimp when it comes to that stuff. (laughs) But sitting under a needle for two and a half, like I don't like getting a flu shot. Okay. But sitting under a needle for two and a half hours or three hours or eight hours. Yeah. uh, That you spend... Ten or five thousand dollars or two thousand or however much I, I don't know I, I don't know what the going rate for tattoos is these days. Yeah. It would obviously be you know how much time it takes, but the longer it is, the more pain. And people say, "Well, sure. it just numbs down and yeah. just you know whatever." I'm like, "No, there's no amount of alcohol that would make it, make it better for me." Yeah, that's interesting because I think the the pain is no problem for me. I can deal with the pain. You know, sure. I don't like needles, but if I need to get blood drawn or whatever. I can sit there, I can take it. So it's just the the permanent decision of having that on my body that freaks me out more than anything. And I tried to get some stats as to how many people in Canada have tattoos. And this is the best stat I could come up with. It was a, an Ipsos Reid poll from 2012 that two in 10 Canadians have a tattoo. So about 22% of Canadians. Is that, is that right? I would think it would be more. You know, and this is going back eight years, so, and I'm thinking tattoos are growing in popularity every year, so there's a good chance that we may be up to three in ten, or who knows where we are, and that's one thing I'm going to try and find out. One other area I'm trying to explore is why people are getting tattoos, and did come across an interesting quote by Johnny Depp, of course, Jack Sparrow, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, He said that, my body is my journal and my tattoos are my story. So, that that makes sense to mm-hmm. me. Uh, showing your personality on the outside. And even getting ready for this podcast, I was talking to a gentleman who had, um, I think it was uh, something with cars tattooed on him. And he said, you know, when I go to a car show, people can see the tattoo and we have, you know, an instant connection. We can have an instant conversation starter. Mm-hmm. But for me, I've just always... As soon as the ideas come up in the last 10 years, it's been an immediate no. 
Hmm. And now I'm starting to question that. Maybe I will end up getting a tattoo before this is all over. If I, if I was going to tattoo myself, it would definitely be something that's permanent in my life. So it would have something to do with my kids, something yep. to do with my family, uh, because you can't, that will never go out of favor or never, you know, whatever. My, my wife uh, has a couple of tattoos and I knew our marriage was permanent when she tattooed all of our initials on her ankles. So she's got all four of us, me and her and our two kids initials on her ankle, mm-hmm. on her ankle. Um, and yet for me, it's, you know, I'm not adverse to tattoos. I'd get one, I'd get a whole sleeve if I could, but I just don't <laughs> really subject my, want to subject myself to <laughs> Well, I hear they're doing great things with laser tattoo removals these days. So, mm. hey, I'm very happy for your marriage and hope it goes on forever, but I don't think it's that permanent. Well, maybe if not. If she wanted to take your initials off there, don't make her mad is what I'm getting at here. Well, okay. yeah, that's that's hard, easier said than done. Now, if they had laser tattoo application that was painless and it would put that laser etched and it was all, you know, whatever, I'd be all over it. I think we could be years away from that. <laughs> you might want to start with like a henna tattoo or something you yeah. get at the the summer fair. You can find a tent and they, what, airbrush it on you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Maybe I should start with that. I never even thought of that, starting with a henna tattoo. And but just how personal see. can you get? I mean, you can get the flowers and you can get kind of the whatever. And does that represent what a tattoo would look like, would feel like on your arm? Because, I mean, I'm assuming yeah. that if you have a tattoo permanently applied to you, it will be something of great value. Yeah, to yeah. Rather than a henna tattoo, which is disposable. And that's one thing I want to find out, because when I think of a tattoo shop, I've only ever really seen them on movies or TV. So when I think tattoo shop, I think of somebody walking in there, seeing one of the various pictures on the wall and saying, okay, I'll take that one Mm -hmm. and get that tattooed. But I'm guessing that's not happening a lot anymore. It's probably more personal. You're coming up with your own ideas. The tattoo artist uh, would sit down and draw something with you that you're satisfied with. Because then you're you're not just paying the tattoo artist for the tattoo itself. Yeah. Then you also got to get the artwork done too, mm-hmm. right? So there's additional money there, or time, or but but the ability to customize if you have a good artist, or get yeah. some other artist to, to to design something for you, and then have that applied to your arm. So exactly. I mean, it's it's a cool it's a cool concept. Yeah. Um, it's becoming blatantly obvious that I do not know much about tattoos as this conversation <laughs> continues. I think that you're kind of in the same boat. Yeah. It's kind of a, a foreign concept to me. I've seen people with it, but I've never, ever really considered it. Give it a few years. I'll keep my canvas clean. And in a few years, I'll be unique for that. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's time for me to hit the road. We'll see where this conversation ends up. I don't know right now. <laughs> Well, a two-hour drive down the highway, I'm in my hometown of Lethbridge in the apartment of my older brother, Lawrence. Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Are you? I didn't really have a choice, I don't think. Yeah, I kind of forced you into this. So first of all, before we get into tattoos and that, this podcast is about the comfort zone, getting out of your comfort zone. How does it make you feel, me showing up and shoving a microphone in your face? 
Uh, it's not the most natural thing I've ever experienced, um, especially coming in here without a mask during COVID. Um, feeling a little bit vulnerable right now, but... <laughs> okay. Try to be a funny guy. I see. But public speaking, like, you probably don't do a lot of things like this. Oh, no. I, no. Even working from home because of COVID lately, um, we're doing lots of Zoom and Teams meetings. It's not the most comfortable thing for me. Even over video chat? Yeah. Even with people I know, I don't even like it that much. Okay, that's not why I wanted to talk to you. We're going to get into tattoos. And the reason I wanted to talk to you specifically is agree or disagree with this statement. You, I would say, the least likely person, I would imagine, to get a tattoo. I would agree. Agree. How many tattoos and where are they? Uh, I have two tattoos. Uh, They're right next to each other on my right arm, upper arm upper right arm. So before we get into what they actually are and what they mean to you, let's go back, dive back into our lives a little bit, because growing up, I remember our father being very anti-tattoo, anti-piercing. Is that the same way you remember? Oh, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) When you, it came time to get this tattoo, was, you know, his voice in your head while you were getting inked up? No, I mean, by the time I decided to get the tattoos, I was already, what, 30 two years old, 33 mm-hmm. years old. So at that point, I knew I was a big boy, that I could make decisions for myself. Um, and I mean, our father was kind of a uh, conservative. Uh, our whole family is pretty conservative yeah. when it comes to body modifications or any sort of a thing like that. But by 33 years old and, you know, 2016-ish, I, I feel people had like leveled out a little bit. They were, you know, it okay. wasn't as verboten as it once was. Okay. Yeah, because I'm still in the consideration phase of whether I'm going to get one, and I can't help but uh, hear his voice in the back of my head as I go through this whole process. So that was never really a a factor. He said, not screw dad, but... I mean, like, going back to, like, my early teens and stuff, the idea of getting a tattoo was always kind of in my mind. It has gone back a long time. But I also knew at that time that, you know... My family wouldn't approve yeah, of it, yeah. that uh, people that I knew and was friends with really didn't have tattoos. So kind of just this latent idea of getting a tattoo really didn't seem like something I was going to do. It was more of this like flight of fancy. But, you know, getting once I started getting older and just like, you know, learning more of the world, learning to become more comfortable with myself, mm-hmm. eventually I hit the point where I was like, you know what, I want to do this. Let's rewind a bit there because I kind of had the same thing growing up. Maybe I'd get one one day, not too much serious thought into it. But between us brothers, I don't recall that much tattoo talk. So like, when was the first time you thought, hey, maybe like growing up, was there a point when you were like, I might get one? It was never like a moment when I was like, yeah, this is something I'm going to do. It was just always this thing of like, tattoos are cool. Cool people have tattoos. (laughs) Maybe I could get myself a tattoo and I'll be cool. But in the back of my mind, when I was younger, I knew, no, no, I'm, I wouldn't actually make me cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a bad reason to do it, is to try to be cool. So, do you consider yourself cool now? No, absolutely not. <laughs> not at all. Well, that's a natural transition into what your tattoos actually are. Can you describe both of them for me? Well, uh, the first tattoo I got was, um, there is a video game series that you may be familiar with uh, called Metal Gear Solid. Very familiar, yes. Yes, um, and there is an organization within that game uh, known as Foxhound. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a very distinctive uh, shield-like emblem with a fox with a, a knife in his mouth. Sure. And uh, I have a great affinity for this uh, video game. So I was like, 
yeah, this is something that means something to me. I think I want to get this kind of design on my arm. So that was the first one you got? It is, yes. And then how long after did you get your second one? Uh, it was about a year later. Um, I got a tattoo. Um, it's a little character named Kiwi. He's from uh, another video game from the Sega Genesis um, called Shining Force 2. Uh, very familiar with that one. We played that a lot growing up. We, yes, I've played that game many, many times. Um, it's another thing that kind of meant something to me. And I was like, yeah, I, I'll just get this on my arm too. Why not? That would suggest to me, and I guess I kind of know this answer, but video games would be a huge part of your life then. Uh, I have spent uh, the, a great, a great amount of time in my life playing video games, yes. Mm -hmm. So for me, the problem with getting a tattoo is I, I'm at the point where I don't know if I could live with something that I put on my arm or anywhere on my body, and I'd regret the decision. So first of all, any regret up to this point? No, no, there's no regret. Um, that was part of like the reason I settled on these particular tattoos was, I mean, going back, like I said, years and years thinking about getting tattoos, I was fully aware that people end up regretting things. Yeah. It's kind of... it's not impossible to get rid of a tattoo, but it's certainly a process um, that I would, and I did never want to go through that process. Uh, so for me, it was more making sure that I got something on my arm that was kind of a timeless thing to me, that it wasn't tied to a specific time in my life. It was something that was more omnipresent in my life that was always going to mean something to me. Okay. I'm not sure how, how often you walk around flashing the guns, you know, walking around with a shirt off, but do you have your arm exposed enough that people will notice the tattoos? I wouldn't say all the time, no. Um, when I wear certain shirts, though, they yeah. peek out a little bit. Uh, no one ever really notices them, though, or says anything. Really? Yeah. And so they don't question you about why you have a cartoon turtle on your arm? <laughs> no, I I think in like the year 2020, like tattoos have become normalized enough that people don't bat an eye at seeing them or seeing things that they don't quite understand. Mm -hmm. There's... I mean, I feel there's just an assumption that people get tattoos of things that mean something to them. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a reason to question or grill the person on why do you have that stupid thing on your arm. <laughs> so you get the tattoo. Let's start with just when you got the first tattoo. Let's talk about body image. Would you say it was a booster for you? Did you feel more confident after getting a tattoo? I would actually say that the reason I got the tattoo is because I was already feeling more comfortable with my body. Okay. Um, in the year year and a half, two years leading up to getting me the tattoo, I had lost about 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. I'd gone from like my obese state that I had been through most of my 20s and early 30s. And I had trimmed down quite a bit and I was feeling good about my body that, yeah, yeah it seemed like something worth decorating. Yeah, you're looking good, by the way, kid. Thanks. Keep it up. Can you walk me through the exact moment when you were like, this is a for sure thing, I'm going to be doing this? I don't know if there was actually a, a particular moment that I just like 100% committed to it. Well, maybe when I actually like <laughs> made the appointment. Okay. But it was just a slow build of like, yeah, let's just do this. Um, things kind of worked out. Uh, I had a design I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it just, yeah, made the appointment one day, went and got it done. So you're sitting in the chair. What's going through your head as they fire up the... Tattoo gun, I assume it's called. Shows you how much I know about tattoos. I, I, I guess it's a tattoo gun. <laughs> I don't know. The thought in my head at that point is, again, I know I want this. I'm 100% yeah. comfortable with it. I'm just curious about how much it's actually going to hurt. <laughs> and what was the pain like? Uh, for me, it wasn't too bad. It was kind of like, I'm um, just getting kind of, 
not a bee sting, because that's maybe too harsh, but along the lines of just a slow minor bee sting uh, constantly. Okay. So did you consult our parents before you got the tattoo, or did you show up after it was done? I actually don't remember 100%. Nope. I am pretty sure, though, that I did mention to them that I'm going to get a tattoo. And their reaction? Uh, I believe there was like a little bit of uh, hesitance to it, um, but again, I think our parents, for as conservative as we've talked about them, they are also very accepting mm-hmm. that it wasn't yeah. any, there was no great discussion about it. It was more like, oh, okay. We talked about uh, the surprise off the top of this, that I was, you were probably the least likely out of us boys. Like, I would have assumed that our younger brother, Andrew, would have, but I think he's very anti-tattoo as well. Yeah, I don't know his um, thoughts on it 100%, but I've never got the sense that he's ever really wanted to get one. He's never yeah. mentioned it to me. Um, for as wild and crazy as people <laughs> think he is, um, maybe that is one of his more uh, conservative uh, yeah. opinions. I was kind of shocked when I heard that you were the one that got the tattoo. Do you have plans to get any more? Uh, I have no concrete plans for any more, no. Um, it's always on the table. It has crossed my mind at times. There is a, another video game perhaps you've heard of called Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, yes, very familiar with that one as well. Uh, there's the character in that game, Fanto. He's the flying mask that comes alive when you pick up the keys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've thought at times of getting Fanto on here. but Okay, out of all the Super Mario characters, why would Fanto be the one? Uh, because as a kid especially, um, that he frightened the hell out of me. Um, that was one of my more frightening things as a kid. I could see that, yeah. And just growing up, again, I've played Super Mario Brothers too many, many times. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, that's the thing that sticks out to me as being the most unique part of that game. I mean, there's a lot of unique parts of that game, but that's the one that always sticks with me is like the thing that I think of when I think of Mario yeah. Brothers 2. All right, well, this was quite informative. I'm still iffy. If I was to go ahead with the tattoo, I mean, you know me well enough for 30 some odd years. What would you think would be the tattoo I get? You know, I really don't know. Um, You know, I mean, if you're trepidatious about getting a tattoo, I mean, I just really, I say, just look in your heart and just like, make sure the thing that you're going to ink on your skin is something that you're fairly certain will still mean something to you, you know, in 10 years, 20 Mm -hmm. years, 30 years. You know, I think you'll be, if you can answer the questions, say that fairly certainly that it will, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You're so wise. Oh, yes. Sage. And great with work. Trepidatious. Yeah, I got a big vocabulary. Okay, well, again, thank you very much for talking to me. You're kind of tipping the scales towards getting this tattoo, but I think I have one more person I have to talk to, which means I have to hit the road for another two hours back to Medicine Hat. Lawrence, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm at the Lucky Squid in beautiful downtown Medicine Hat with tattoo artist slash piercer Lindsay. Thank you so much for for doing this with me. No, thanks for having me. So it's interesting, when I first approached you with the the idea that I might get a tattoo, I think I said like five words and then you're like, okay, I'm in. Absolutely. Is that just because you're you're passionate about tattoos yes, and, and piercing? Definitely. Okay, so the first question I have for you, uh, let's just get to know you as a person. How long have you been a tattoo artist? 
Um, I've been a tattoo artist for 17 years, mm-hmm. um, piercing for almost 20. Okay. I can see just looking at you, you do have quite a few tattoos. How many in total? One. <laughs> okay, so it's all interconnected? <laughs> yeah. So, well, oh. it will be one. It's, I'm working on it anyway. You would just claim that as one big tattoo on your body? Yes. On the neck, uh, chest I see, everywhere down the arms? Everywhere. I have my right thigh open and most of my back, my feet. Okay. And then just a few various small spots, but pretty much covered other than that. So when did you get your first tattoo? I was 21, actually. Would you consider that a bit of a late bloomer? Absolutely. All my friends got tattooed in high school, Mm -hmm. but they all had tattoos that I didn't want. And even though I waited to get mine done professionally, I still ended up covering up my first tattoo. I'm actually in the process of covering it up right now. Do you mind telling us what that was? Um, It's a vine that goes around my waist. But I wanted something a little more gory, I guess. And all my friends were like, you're a girl, you should get something feminine, you're going to regret it. But then I regretted getting roses and vines because it does not seem my personality at all. So I covered half of it up with zombies and, (laughs) right, I should have just listened to my instincts instead of other people. So what really got you interested then? I think for me it was feeling out of control of everything else but having control of my own body so kind of just taking ownership of myself okay. because it was the one thing that I had complete control over not really to show other people about me but just to make me feel comfortable in my own skin so it was like a, a body image booster you would say yes absolutely so you got your first tattoo and then when did you start thinking maybe i could do this as a career actually creating tattoos for other people I actually used to go into Extreme Tattoos, which was a local piercing Mm -hmm. shop, and get piercings done. And I was in there so regularly that they offered me a piercing apprenticeship. So I was waitressing at the time, so I figured, you know, I actually just didn't really want to do it, but I figured, (laughs) like, I was so interested in it, I would give it a try. It was pretty scary, but I loved it. I loved the people that I met, and I felt comfortable, I think, in my own skin for the first time. So you've been doing tattoos for quite a while. Um, The best stat that I could come up with when I did a Google search was going back to 2012. Two in 10 Canadians had some sort of tattoo on their body. In the last 10 years or so, would you say it's taken off? Would that number be more? Oh, I would say absolutely. I feel like it also is determined where you live. Like we live in a province where people have a lot of disposable income. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that also plays a factor in how much tattooing we see here specifically. Like when I I feel like when I travel to other places, it doesn't seem as heavily tattooed sometimes as it does around here. I I tend to see the full sleeve, full arm sleeve tattoo a lot in in recent years. It has become larger tattoos, I feel like, have become a lot more acceptable. My only real experience with tattoo shops, and this might be the first time or second time I've been in here now, that I've been inside a real tattoo shop. So most of what I know comes from movies, TV, and I always think of just somebody walking in, looking at all the pictures on the wall and saying, eh, 
just give me that one. You know, it's like stock art. That doesn't happen a lot, I'm guessing. It's kind of different now. Back in the beginning, when I first started, there was a lot more flash on the walls and people would just pick a picture. Mm -hmm. A lot more tattoos are custom these days, but I would also say it's just switched from wall flash to Pinterest flash because a lot of people still bring in an image of just Mm -hmm. like a simple thing, but they saw it on Instagram. It's changed from just like books to social media where they find it, I guess. Okay. A lot of people want custom, but a lot of people just want one little thing they've seen a million times that they love forever. So. But if they do grab that picture off Pinterest or the internet, do they bring it in and can you modify that to make it more absolutely absolutely but i mean there's only so many ways you can modify certain simple things Mm -hmm. right so you've done a lot of tattoos over the years what are some of the common reasons people are coming in and say just getting their their first tattoo um a lot of times you know they're turning 18 it's a their parents said they couldn't once they turn 18 they can do what they want it's true though people are just taking ownership a tragedy a mm-hmm. divorce, a death, sometimes like a birth. It's yeah. a lot of the milestones of people's lives, I guess. Okay. So in some cases, it's interesting what you said off the top, just because you could, would you say it's like a rite of passage for some people? I'm 18 now, I can do whatever I want? Yes, because a lot of times people don't even really seem to be concerned about what they get as much as just wanting to get something. Mm-hmm. So part of it is a trend, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. It's very popular. It's very mainstream. You see it everywhere. You feel like you should have one. You brought up regrets there. And this is one of the big reasons why I have not gotten a tattoo. I mean, when I was 18, I, I thought there would be a chance. And then I just brushed it off. But it's it's the regret. I don't think that I would be able to pick something that I could, you know, live with for the rest of my life. So do you see a lot of regret? Um, we definitely rework older tattoos. We do some cover-ups on people that, you know, there's people that come in that have something, they hate it and they just want it gone. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they ask us about laser removal. It's so individual, you know, a lot of people don't love it maybe, but it commemorates something. So even though it's not the best tattoo, it means something to them because of what they went through. Like, it's honestly, it's so individual from person to person. I can't say there's even really a standard, right? Okay. So you said you got your first tattoo at 21 and now you've blossomed into this one giant tattoo. Any any regrets on your end? Well, I've had seven cover-ups, so I absolutely oh. have tattoo regrets. I do. I wish I would have planned things out in a different way. But as well, when I was younger, I feel like I didn't get as much information from the people tattooing me. Okay. The size you get your tattoos makes a difference because as you age, the lines spread. So doing things in a very tight, compact area, a lot of times they will bleed together mm-hmm. and turn into something unreadable. Whereas, you know, I would have changed the sizes or tweaked things a little bit had I known some of those things when I was younger. Let's get into that right now when it comes to, say, just a first-timer and advice. Is it real important for a tattoo artist to sit down and and talk about what's going to happen? I feel like it is. Like, that's part of what we, you know, when someone comes in and they're 18 and they're like, I want my neck tattooed or I want my hand tattooed, Mm -hmm. we're always very, like, we don't do that off the hop because I know how it is to have your neck fully tattooed and how different people treat you. Like, it is mainstream, But it still freaks people out when you're covered in tattoos and you don't get treated the same as everybody else at times. So there is cases where somebody would come in and say, I want this and you may talk them out of it? Yes. Does it happen a lot? I'm not going to say a lot, but a lot of times it's something people didn't consider. 
You know, a young girl that wants like a huge piece down the side of her rib cage. Once you say like, you know, do you plan on having children? You have to think about how that may like certain things like that when you're young, you don't consider, but Mm -hmm. I'm 45. So I know that in the future, you know, it's just something that you might want to think about that you're not thinking about now. So I feel like it is our job to point those things out. Okay. Now you did mention your neck tattoo and I want to get into that. When did you get the neck, neck tattoo done? Well, my grandfather passed away. He was a veteran, so I wanted to get, I really wanted my neck tattooed. And if I'm being honest, I was worried about how mad my mom would get. So I figured if I did something like a memorial to my grandfather, I might get away with it a little more where people wouldn't be like, oh, what a horrible tattoo on your neck, remembrance for your grandfather, right? Yeah, fair enough. So that's one of those uh, tributes, I guess you could say. Absolutely. After you got it done, how did that change things? How did people look at you differently? I guess people kind of think you're beneath them at times. Like, I do feel like it's better now than when I was in my 20s and I started doing it. That was, you know, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, it has progressed now because you do see people with a lot more full, like, big tattoos. But, you know, you're in a store, people are following you around like you're going to steal something. Just things like that where people just feel like you're maybe untrustworthy or something. I I don't know. Do you ever get used to that or does it just follow you you around you do get used to it because I think you just learn to not pay attention and I feel like the more mainstream it gets the more people are used to seeing it you know like 20 years ago it wasn't as common to see girls with full sleeves and big neck tattoos as it is now that's true why is it more acceptable these days social media you think that's what absolutely everything spreads like a cancer on social media don't you think (laughs) well I'm just saying it just it moves so quickly there's no way to control it right that's true and that's one of the reasons why I kind of got off social media. I, I haven't been on social media really for over you a year now. You can tell now. I'm not a fan. That's why I call it a cancer. I just... I <laughs> and, and you're right. I am seeing, you know, a lot more ladies when... Because wasn't it years ago, and this probably is not the correct term that you might use, but the tramp stamp, wasn't that more of a lady's tattoo? Correct absolutely. me if I'm wrong. No, absolutely. Across the lower back. It okay. was... Right. I apologize for calling it a trend. That's just a trendy, like, I guess it depends what era you're in, where it's like common to get tattooed. Right now, up the side of the ribs is, you know, like a sexier spot, whereas Mm -hmm. across the lower back was a sexier spot years ago. It kind of just changes over time. Just like clothing trends change, it's kind of the same thing. Is there any age limit to people coming in? Are we talking anybody from 18 to 90? What are you seeing? Absolutely. I'd say there's a very wide range of ages. 90, no. <laughs> um, I'd say in the 70s is probably roughly the oldest I've ever tattooed, mid-70s. Was there any sp- specific reason why they were getting tattooed that late? I, you know what I think? They just always wanted to, and they just decided, like, it's never too late to do it, so. Time's ticking down. Might as well do it while but I can. But, you know, grandmother and a granddaughter I have done together, which was really nice, and I'm sure it was probably a bonding thing for the two of them. But. Okay, and that's not uncommon, say mother-daughter, no. father-son. No, it's getting to be, like, extremely popular. Well, what advice would you give to, say, a, a first-timer like me who's exploring possibly getting a tattoo but not quite sure what to expect? Uh, well, my best advice when you're picking a tattoo is really just to like trust your gut instinct. You really can't listen to anybody else because what, like I said, what might be right for all your friends or your family might not be right for you. Mm-hmm. So I always just think you got to listen to your gut. People might have 10 ideas, but they always seem to kind of go back to their first idea, seems like a lot of the time. So I don't know. I just think sticking to your guns and just trusting yourself instead of other people. 
That's true, because when I was 18, I kind of had an idea for if I ever got a tattoo. I had an idea of what I might get, and if I go through with this, I think it's probably going to be something similar to what I planned, you know, 18, 19 years ago. Right. And, you know, there are so many talented artists that you're back and forth with your artists, how you feel around them, the comfort level. That's a big thing, too. You know, you need to find someone that you feel comfortable with. That, you know, because it is your experience. It's yeah. about you and like what, how you remember it, right? So before I wrap this up, I just want to ask, has there been any crazy incidents in the tattoo world that you've experienced? Um, I don't know about crazy incidents. I've seen some pretty crazy tattoos, I guess. <laughs> like the craziest one I've seen done, I have to say that Oli did it, my business partner. Mm -hmm. um, it was a lady who got her gums tattooed solid black. Really? Yes. It was uh, part of like an ethnic thing for the ladies. Okay. Um, like a rite of passage. I'm not sure at what age, but he tattooed as close to her teeth and as far back, like her entire gums black. That was probably the craziest thing I've ever seen done. Now, would that not be extremely painful? Oh, extreme. I can't even imagine. Extremely painful. <laughs> yes. All right. You've made me feel very comfortable and you've given me, given me a lot of insight into tattoos. So I think we're... We're going to go ahead and do this thing, and Excellent. I, I guess the next step is we'll, we'll book this. Perfect. That sounds right. great. Lindsay, Thanks, thank you so much for, for talking to me on, on tattoos. You've really opened my eyes because I really uh, didn't know much going into this, so thank you once again. No, thank you. Appreciate it. I am on my way to the Lucky Squid to see Lindsay because she's drawn up a design for the tattoo. We briefly discussed it after we were done with the interview. Uh, it's going to be an onk. If you're familiar with the onk, it's kind of a cross with a loop at the top and it's the Egyptian symbol for life. So the basic story behind the Ankh is uh, way back when, when I was a teenager, probably, I don't know, 15, 16, I was really into movie making. That's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a director, writer. So I was flipping through the dictionary one day. I was looking for character names is what it was. Flipping through the dictionary and I came across the word Ankh. And I'm not sure why, but I really took to that name. I don't believe I ever, I ended up developing a character with that name, but I was really fascinated by the Ankh. And it just turned out that years later in 2004, I actually went to Egypt. I was dating a girl at the time who was in an archeological program and was doing a dig in Israel. And after they were done, I met up with them and we ended up going to Egypt. One of the stops we made was at a jewelry shop and that's where I found a little metal onk that I put onto my necklace. So I've been wearing this onk around my neck for the last 16 years. Yeah, it's been 16 years I've been wearing this thing. For that reason, I know the Ankh is something that uh, I can live with. 
I mean, I've been living with it on my body for the last 16 years, so it's something I, I'm pretty sure I'm comfortable uh, wearing for the rest of my life. And what I asked Lindsay to do was to incorporate my children's birthdays into the design as well. So that's what she's been working on, and I'm just on my way down to the Lucky Squid, and we'll check out what kind of design she's come up with. This is kind of what I was thinking, and I mean, we don't have to do the chain part if that's a little like more than what you're thinking, but gotcha. I was just kind of thinking of keeping it simple, maybe like a bit of like a gray wash in the background, and I will color this in. That's kind of just my shading lines, I guess. Okay. So just like a bit of a, like a gray shade in here too, just to give it some dimension. And then I kind of thought it would just be equal if we did them kind of the same size one on the top one on the bottom. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm digging the thing on the top there. We don't have to have yeah. that. I just figured since it was a necklace, I would make it look like a necklace if you wanted, because I know you wear the necklace. So Yeah, okay, I see what, you, right. what you're going for there. But I can there. completely take that off if you don't want that, it doesn't matter. We don't have to have the chain part on there, I just... Yeah, I'd rather go without the chain, Okay, and I can take this little part off the top too. Like I said, I was just trying to make it look yeah. kind of like the necklace. Right? Gotcha, so yeah. I thought we would keep That's it pretty a... simple, because I know it's your first one. I know you probably <laughs> don't want to go super big, right? Yeah. So I just figured, try and keep it simple, and I mean, we can always... Like add a little bit too. I'm not sure how big I want to go right now. I was going to ask you. Well, let me you know, print it off. Would it be possible to maybe make the uh, the numbers a little bit smaller Absolutely. as well? Absolutely. Do you like the size of this, but just the dates a little smaller, let or do you want the whole thing? Because what is that? Probably an inch and a half, two inches. Yeah. About two, yeah. Two. Maybe slightly smaller. I guess. What font? Do you have options for fonts? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I might want to take a look at the font option. Sure. Looking good. I think I might want to go just a little, little know, once we get to that point, maybe a, just a tiny bit smaller. Sure, absolutely. But the whole thing smaller or the dates a little smaller? I guess it's more because we really try to fit the tattoo to the body part, I guess. If you go too small here, like you maybe would consider putting it in a smaller area so then it doesn't uh, look so small compared to a bigger area, right? Gotcha. Okay, I see what you're saying. I don't want to like steer you in a direction you don't want to be in, but that's just in our heads kind of one of those things we think about, right? Because we're always trying to like size it to the body part, I guess. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What do you think of that size? I, I, think, that's... It's all right. I think it's totally fine. Are you thinking you like it a little bit lower there or like a little more Where centered? Would you? I would just center it to the ball of your shoulder a little bit okay. more. Just so, you know, it, it forms with this curve nice and this curve Okay, nice. yeah. I think I can live let's, with that. Let's stencil this on you. Looks good. All right. Paint by number now or what? <laughs> the way my wife described it, because she got her tattoo, oh, probably about 10, 11 years ago. She described it as electric kitten kisses. Electric kitten kisses, I like that. <laughs> A lot so, of people say it's described as cat scratches, but never electric. Kitten kisses. That's actually a very good analogy. I like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll see if her description matches up with mine. <laughs> Much more calm right now than I thought I would be, so. Good. I think, too, you picked something that means a lot to your family, so it's, you know, it's yeah, exactly. any hesitation there. You know it's not like you're going to be like, oh, he's going to be kids forever. And a bonus, I'll never forget when their birthdays are, so. <laughs> so this is the official 
name tattoo gun? Is that? Oh, machine. Machine tattoo machine, okay. You can see the needles are sticking out there. So this is actually nine little needles. Nine little needles. It looks yeah. like a, like eyelashes is what it looks right. like. Okay, ink is going on the gun. All right, so yeah, we just dip it in here. And I'm going to just start with a very small little piece. Just so okay, here we go. Is it in? That's it. How is it? Okay. Yeah, I could see uh, electric kitten kisses for sure. Actually, that wasn't too bad. If it went in, I didn't even feel it that time. It's actually kind of like an annoying scratch, is what it really is. Yeah. So far, I really don't find that that bad. Too bad. Good. Yeah. Good. That's the dream. It's just so individual. Yeah. You can tattoo the exact same thing on ten people in a row, and they all feel something different. I wouldn't say I'd want to do this all day, but at this pace, like, this is nothing, yeah. So is it bad luck to look at it before it's done? It's not like the bride before the wedding. <laughs> That's what, <laughs> if I should laugh while you're tattooing me. <laughs> I gotta be honest, as we're kind of chatting here, I'm not even really noticing. Good, awesome, it's really not that bad. Yeah. What did you say, electric kitten kisses? Electric kitten kisses. And I actually think that is a pretty good description. Yeah, I actually really think so too. You should put that on your business card now. Does it, is there usually a lot of bleeding that goes on? A little bit. Yeah. Everybody's a little bit different with that. How am I doing right now? Good. No blood? Um, there is a tiny bit, uh, but nothing. It mixes in with things. You can't really see it. Uh, ooh, that stings a little bit more than... Is that the, the numbers you're working on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible, but that definitely yeah, is... Yeah, the top of the shoulder definitely has a little more, little more nerve endings up yep. there, perhaps. I can definitely feel that one. Are we close? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're close. We're oh. do a little bit of shading. Well, that's not bad. So what, is that about half an hour-ish we've yeah. been going? Yeah. I have to be honest, it kind of just flew by. So what's next, back piece? Back piece? <laughs> Full sleeve, what are you thinking? I guess I would be open to the idea of having another one because, I mean, you've made this process pretty easy, to be honest, so... I guess we'll see what happens once I get to see this one in the mirror a few times and get used to it. Yeah, I wouldn't... I'm not ruling out a second one at this time. Awesome. Can you check it out? That's it? Oh! Alright. The final reveal. Which is good because I've had to go to the bathroom for the last 15 minutes. So, <laughs> so what is this going to feel like tomorrow? Like I was like a bad workout, or it might just feel like a little bruise, yeah. kind of. Oh, awesome. Wonderful. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. Like I said, you made this a very painless process, awesome. aside from fun. jabbing me with nine needles at once. There, I am back at HQ with Dave Crookshank, where 50% of the people in this room now have a tattoo. So you did it. <laughs> it's it's all done. Overall, um, working through this with uh, Lindsay, the tattoo artist, it was quite easy. And it's uh, astounding to think just a mere three months ago, right before I came up with this whole idea for Comfort Zone Chronicles, the tattoo was the furthest thing on my mind. At the time of this recording, I've had the tattoo for just over a week. And... I'm not going to say I don't notice it, but it's just become really a part of me that it, it 
it doesn't bother me in any way. And I, I think that's probably part and parcel the fact that it actually has some meaning for you. It's not just let me take this dragon off the wall and put it on my leg because it because it's there and I'm yeah. drunk and I want to get something done. But this actually has meaning to you, so it it is more natural. On true, and we, we I talked about it in my interview with Lindsay. Actually, she brought it up that um, you should probably trust your instincts when it comes to getting a tattoo. And she said that people tend to go back to the very first idea that they ever had. Well, what I have on my arm now just happens to be what I had in mind many, many years ago when a tattoo kind of crossed my mind. It was after I'd gone to Egypt and I'd got this onk that's on my necklace. I had always thought that if I was to get a tattoo, it would be an onk in some form or another. And that was 15, 16 years ago. So that was the very first idea I had for a tattoo. And now it's on my shoulder. And it will be there until you die. (laughs) So already this show is changing lives. Yeah. And and you know what? I've caught myself myself more than once in the last week and a half pondering how I could add. Okay. All right. I can add to what I already have. You're on the path to, uh, to tattoo addiction now. I'm not sure about addiction, but it's just, you know, maybe there's something else that I could just add as a guy who just got his first tattoo. I can totally see where the addiction comes from and how this could probably, I'm not saying, saying it will, but how this could probably turn into a full arm sleeve tattoo because I got this, I'm comfortable with it. Well, if I just add one other thing there, like... I don't know, sunset comes to mind. A sunset behind the onk. But I could totally see adding on piece by piece until this becomes uh, one giant work of art. It's weird because I never would have thought that six months ago, a year ago. But here I am pondering that. So the comfort zone has been expanded and now getting a tattoo is well within your comfort zone now. Yeah, that's no problem. It really isn't. Wow, and and you were really worried about it at first. I was extremely worried about how I would react once this was on my body. But like I said off the top, it's really a part of me now and a reminder because it's my son's birthday. It's, you know, just one thing I did find interesting over the course of this whole... uh, experience was I talked to two people, my brother and of course, Lindsay, the tattoo artist. And it seems like they got tattoos for different reasons. My brother talked about that uh, he had lost some weight and got comfortable with his body and felt that now was the time to get a tattoo. Uh, Whereas Lindsay said that she got the tattoo to help uh, be more comfortable in her own skin. So uh, as she talked about many times, it's very individual. So I don't think we can really nail down why people are getting tattoos. There's no formula as to why, when, or where people get tattoos. So I guess the, the, everyone has different reasons. The worst reason of course, is just because it would make your parents upset. (laughs) And and, uh, Lindsay did talk about that. Some people 18, uh, my parents didn't want me to get one. Well, guess what? Here I am. I can do whatever I want now. So, and the pain, I know you had a big problem with the pain for me. It wasn't as painful as I thought. Uh, Best I could describe uh, annoying scratch. Mm-hmm. And worst. But mm-hmm. as Lindsay said, you could tattoo the same thing on 10 different people and they would all react differently. So the way I reacted, you may be screaming like a little girl. 
<laughs> well, thanks for your confidence. I appreciate <laughs> that. I could totally see that. And it depends on where you get it, too. I mean, certain parts of the body are a little bit more sensitive yeah. than others yeah. and yada, yada, yada. But uh, but that's it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah. And, and since you bring that up, um, everything was good until she got really to the top of the shoulder where one of the numbers on the birthday was. I don't know what she hit. It was close to the bone, but that was definitely a lot more painful than say the meaty part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. there was one, it wasn't too bad, but there was one point where, ouch, I really did feel the pain. But as you said, my comfort zone uh, really has grown and tattoos, I'm looking at them in a totally new light. So comfort zone expanded and you would do it again. Uh, yeah. So I say check mark. What's next? I don't know. Fantastic. And I guess we'll find out in the next episode. <laughs> yes. I'm very proud of you. And, uh, Keep it going. The Comfort Zone Chronicles is a plugged-in media production hosted by Steve Kryzak, edited and directed by Dave Cruikshank. Executive producer is Rob Pape. To reach out, please contact us at comfortzonechronicles.com or on Facebook at Comfort Zone Chronicles. Check out our other great podcasts at pymedianetwork.com or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. 